You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Telling you, it's the greatest uh, Australian rap name ever. Stop trying to make it work, Greg. It's crocodile, never going to work. Crocodile Dungee. Yeah, see, and it'd be just like that, and then he could be like a hardcore, but he'd have like a Crocodile Dundee like outfit and wear like a little thing. You know, his, oh, but it's debut, like that. Uh, instead of his bling, it's going to be like like crocodile teeth. Yeah, it'll be like crocodile teeth, and then on top of that, like his first album oh will be God. like that ain't a knife, and he'll rap about his life down under. Stop and trying to make things. Oh my God, don't start rapping. That ain't a knife. And that'll be like the the over the chorus that goes over and over. Crocodile Dungy, I'm telling you, coined right. Stop here. making cro- trying to make crocodile Dungy work, Greg. It's not going to work. It's going to work. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, to which you can subscribe to, and then available via podcast all over the internet's wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, no, but real quick though, no, no, not real quick. No, but Stop I'm saying, talking about it. But I'm saying, I mean, I could do a duet with like Iggy Azalea. It'll be like Iggy, Iggy and Dungee. Oh, dude, is that's she, a matchup right there. Is she Australian? Yeah, she's Australian. Oh my god, yeah. that's so imb- oh, she's so gross. Oh yeah. Why I know. are you even bringing her up? I never wanted to t- say her name on this show because Crocodile Dungee and her could hit it off. Oh, oh man, god. this could be amazing. Iggy and Don G down under you. See. You do the worst Australian accent. Are you trying That's to? A great well, Australian we do accent. have somebody who's coming in with the real accent today, though. So you can try your Australian accent. Oh yeah, but he might. Yeah, but he's not Australian, so I don't know. Well, if he's that from New work. Zealand. He's from New Zealand, so I, I don't think they like that when you try to speak Australian too. Well, maybe we should play him the segment when he gets here and be like, "Hey, what do you think of Crocodile Dungee? <laughs> All right, we could ask him. Uh, yes, don't so do it. we've got a lot of stuff to get to. We do have a uh, special guest that's going to be joining us here in a little bit um, by the name of Delaney. Delaney Davidson. So Delaney is a musician from New Zealand who's actually here in town. He's going to be performing at Landmark Saloon tonight. Which is, of course, at 4847 Southeast Division. Free show. Free show. He has traveled all the way from New Zealand to come and play here in Portland, and his music is incredible. It's fantastic. And he is, yes, uh, Landmark Saloon, of course, one of our fine sponsors, 4847 Southeast Division. And so they're going to be bringing Delaney by here in just a little bit to talk about everything that he does, talk about his music, maybe even play a song. I don't know. He does all kinds of things. He's like a, he's a musician. He also like produces videos. He's a painter. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, now I'm just kind of intimidated. No, he's like a quintuple threat. Oh, one of those guys. Look goddamn lazy, yeah, Greg. Yep, is what one he of those does. people. So Delaney is going to be stopping by here in a bit. Maybe I'll pitch Crocodile Dungy to him. Um, before that, though, we've got we've got some other things to get to, and I will say this: we've got uh, just to update a little bit more on what we talked about yesterday, to which I still feel very, very uncomfortable about. Um, earlier this year, I made the bet with Sarah, where she did five minutes of stand up at our last listener party, that I would <laughs> allow. A ghost investigation of my house. Uh-huh. Now, I own a home in Southeast Portland. There's some odd things that have happened in throughout the years. old-timey Southeast Portland. Old-timey Southeast Portland. It's a very Portland. old house, old-timey. It's an old house. It's over mm. 100 years old. It's actually, I think it's 107 this year. And with Yeah, you're right, because it was in 1907 that yep. it was built, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I mistakenly made this bet. Where they, I would allow a ghost investigation. Like even saying it's uncomfortable for me. I don't I like know. saying it. I don't like it at all. And but I did say this. I did make the bet. I will pay up on my bet. And this morning we just kind of tentatively 
secured a date for it. So I've got to I've got to secure that you know with the roommates and everything, and the, and the roommates will be taken care of. I know one of them's listening right now. You you guys, the, things are things are being things taken are care happening. Of. But anyway, um, also things are happening because this is actually getting uh, this is coming to fruition. This is happening. It's actually happening. It There's going to be happening. a real ghost investigation of my house. We have, I uh, really, really do not like it. I really, I genuinely, it makes me uncomfortable. Let me just say we have the two things that we needed, a date and a film crew. And uh, we've got both of those things. <sighs> yeah. So oh, Greg, that's going to be gonna happening. Be magnificent. There will be video. There will be the EVP thing. I apparently, as we learned yesterday, Aaron said I have to go up into my room at 3 a.m. at night, which is the upstairs converted attic where some weird stuff has happened, and turn off all the lights and then sit there and talk to the possible ghost that lives up there, which I don't like acknowledging its presence because that's just not what I do. The only time I ever acknowledge it, the only time I ever say anything is when really weird stuff is happening. I have to go up there and I yell at it, which I have done this before, so – I've gone up there and I'll be like, knock it off, knock it off. You're scaring people. Stop doing this. This is my house. I own it. And then I'll have to talk to it. I sound completely insane right now. And I realize this. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I love that this is going to be videotaped for everyone to see. Whenever, and whatever's going to happen with this, either we're going to find out that there is a ghost there, which is terrifying, or we're going to find out that I'm absolutely insane, which is probably the more likely one. And either way, I don't want to acknowledge either one of those things. Either way, I'm okay with either way. It I, I am perfectly happy living in blissful ignorance of anything, <laughs> either be it ghosts or my insanity. Because in my world, I'm perfectly sane. Uh, nothing wrong with me. Nothing going on in my head. Well, I don't hear voices I or I did want to things. tell you, Greg. We, I did hear from a listener who will be um, at the listener party who is sending us a present this week to make sure that it gets here before um, before we do the ghost investigation. It better not be what I think it is. It's exactly I just what thought you think about it, it right now. It better not be a fucking Ouija board. It's exactly what you we're think not, it is. We're not playing with a Ouija I'm board in my house. I'm just saying you might have had one in, in your house that you threw away, but if somebody is being kind enough to send you one, it would be rude of you to not use it. No. No, we're not going to play with that. Keep saying no. It doesn't matter. No. Even my parents, when I was a kid, they had a Ouija board, and they, they never ended up throwing it out. Like, they still had it, and we messed around with it a little bit. I remember when I was a kid, and then my parents took it away, and they said, no, we're not playing with that anymore. Nope. Nope. That, that's – no, we're not messing around with that thing anymore because it was doing weird stuff. I don't want a Ouija board in my house. Well, see, your parents are also super Catholic, as are mine. Like, yeah. my mom would never – but, I mean – Come on, Greg. You've you've been living with ghosts for a long time now. It's not going to be anything different. I don't know if there's a ghost. Like I said, I could just be crazy. I don't know what to root for here. Or mental illness at the end of this. It could be a ghost. (laughs) It could be mental illness. Either way, win-win. I've often thought that maybe this show is just, since we've been doing it for five years now, just a consistent documentary of uh, my slow mental unraveling. Which that could be. Maybe this will be used in something someday for classes to study. Let down your guard a little bit more. I think if you like listen to the when we started this show, when we got almost twelve hundred episodes ago to now. Yeah, I think we've both gotten more comfortable with uh, where we are in our lives, what we're comfortable about talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much an open book on it this is. show. Uh, anyway, so that that's being said, the that's, that's coming this way. I just wanted to let you know that is the update where we are going to be having the ghost investigation, and the the everything will be revealed at the at the listener party. But we'll have the investigation sometime between now and then. <laughs> oh, uncomfortable. Anyway, there we go. I, I wanted to get that out there so everybody knows. Ghost investigation is going to happen within this next month. And then we'll reveal everything at the listener party on November 14th. Craig's All right. going to reveal himself there. <laughs> yes, I'll expose myself. He'll expose your insides. There will be no exposing on stage. Greg will not party. be exposing himself to anybody. No. 
No, not that unless, we know of. Not until unless afterwards. he meets a very special lady. <laughs> right, and then that'll be afterwards, and that's a little bit different thing. <laughs> there we go. Uh, you know, groupies and all that podcast groupies. Anyway, oh yeah, that's such a thing because <laughs> that's all that's ever happened to me ever. <laughs> Um, all right. Now, with uh, with that, let's 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 move on to some other. Okay. Stuff well, here. since you were talking about nighttime, I do want to tell you what I did last night. I had one. I had a rip roar and crate. You know what? Let me tell you. I got many invitations to go out and do things last night. But you know those nights where you just want to stay in. Like it was, you know, it was a dark and stormy night. It's you know getting to be fall, which is a wonderful time of year. Mm-hmm. And I was just ready, you know, to watch a movie. So I actually passed up a chance to. Hang out with, uh, so our friend Brad the car guy. I don't know if I should say who this is or not. It's too late. You just said his name. No, not him, but the person that he was driving around. Oh, was he driving around a celebrity? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I was too tired. This is how tired I was last night. I was exhausted. I was in bed by 10 after watching a wild and crazy movie that I'll tell you about in just a second. All right. Uh, Nope. So my friend Brad was driving around. Because he drives around celebrities when yeah, they come Yeah, you're going to be really mad, too, when I tell you, because you would have been like, God damn it, Sarah, how come you didn't tell me? Because you would have tried to get in on this. Steve Buscemi. What? Yeah. He was driving around Steve Buscemi? We couldn't have been up with Steve Buscemi? I was really tired. God damn it. That's when you pass it off to me. Are you kidding me? Ugh. And his lovely wife, I guess they were in town doing something, and he's just like, oh, because I didn't know it. We would have had an opportunity to have a beer with Steve Buscemi? I don't know if we would have had a beer with Steve Buscemi. He's probably one of those actors that like doesn't drink or something. Well, just would have been in his pre- Oh, man. Maybe he's still here. I need to make sure that Brad has my number. Yeah, so you this, need to. This, yeah. I was just so tired, and of course, I had found an amazing movie on television that I wanted to watch. What was so important for you that you couldn't go hang have the opportunity to meet Steve Buscemi. Well, I don't know if I tell would me, have had... Tell, like, me what was, tell me what was more important. Well, he was probably... I, I know he was driving him around. I mean, I'm not saying that I would have been able to hang out with him. I mean, Steve Buscemi probably just doesn't hang out with anybody. Like, Steve Buscemi would probably be like, ugh, ugh, Portland, ugh. I kind of doubt that. He seems like the coolest dude ever. He does, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what, what were you doing that was more important? Well, sir? you know, because I'm youthful... I decided that I'd rather stay at home and do my dishes and clean my apartment and watch a Lifetime movie. Are you kidding me? You had the opportunity to at least, maybe, even the possibility of meeting Steve Buscemi and you stayed at home to watch a Lifetime movie. This is, I think, what you called getting old. I, I was so tired. I couldn't. I said yesterday on the show, I didn't get a lot of sleep. I was exhausted. Brad, I'm going to make sure you have my phone number so these kinds of things don't happen. Again, um, yeah, because I'm not relying on Sarah to relay this information anymore. Well, I'm glad you, I'm glad you stayed home. Is your kitchen clean? It is. Well, thank that's you lovely. for asking. That's neat. Yeah, that's that's good. It is. I did some some fall cleaning. Okay, changed out some of my tank tops for some sweaters. Really? So we're talking about this instead of a night meeting Steve Buscemi. We're talking <laughs> about you cleaning this might your be kitchen. Worth ending a friendship over. Yeah. You know what would be worse? Then, then me staying home and cleaning my kitchen is me saying that you have a chance to meet Steve Buscemi, and then we go out and he's like, "Oh, oh sorry, we already dropped off Steve at his at his hotel." No, that no, that's not. No, worse. it wouldn't be no because I've had almost brushes with greatness, yeah, and that sucks worse than not even ever meeting them. That's so you're basically you're saying it's not worth trying in life. You might as well just re, re, you know, just just be comfortable with never even having hope because that's a lot better. That's a better way to go through life. That sounds I did much not better. say that. That's pretty much what you just implied. <laughs> All right. So, so anyway, you watched a Lifetime movie last I night. Did. Well, that does bring up 
something that uh, one of our fine listeners wrote in and about something that you've been kind of sporadically doing here on the show, and that's from uh, listener Jacob, who actually uh, we met him at Oh, Landmark Jacob, our Saloon. Cornhole League Jacob? Cornhole League Jacob. I love Jacob. Hi, Jacob. Yeah, so Jacob, uh, Jacob wrote in and talking about um, a very nice email he wrote talking about uh, how much he likes the show. He also said in here, Sarah... Please more two-minute Lifetime movie wrap-ups. Oh, my gosh, because you know why? Because Jacob is the only, like, straight man that I know that will talk to me about Lifetime movies. <laughs> like, we sit and talk about Lifetime. Like, actually watches them? He watches them, but not. he doesn't watch Lifetime. He watches the shittiest of shitty movies. So, like, what you watch? No, no, no. I, I, watch, an, I watch the upper crust of shitty movies. Okay. He watches, I mean, I've talked about this before. What is the lowest common denominator of, uh, of made-for-TV movies? Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, Any wow. kind of Christmas movie. Jacob, I'm sorry to call you out, Jacob, but Jacob loves all of them. We were actually <laughs> talking about all of the, like, different, because we both knew a bunch about about the different Lifetime movies. Uh-huh. And Hallmark movies. But he this likes one the was Hallmark like, Christmas movies, huh? He does. It's like, what, like Christmas with, what, what's like an example of a, oh, of a Hallmark uh, movie? Uh, I don't know. Like Christmas all the, like, with two moms or Christmas with, I don't know. Yeah, what's like a, Mr. and Mrs. Claus or <laughs> oh, Santa, Santa is missing or some kind <laughs> of like uh, love under the mistletoe. Dad's drunk again. <laughs> one of those ones. <gasps> the older Lifetime movies have like Dad's drunk again. Were they more serious? Again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Dad's on the whiskey. Yeah. All right. So, so that, well, that makes sense why he wants more two-minute Lifetime movie wrap-ups. <laughs> so with that, since you did watch the movie last night. I did. Is, uh, is since this Since I might or might not have had a chance to meet Steve Buscemi, and I decided to stay at home and yeah. watch a 1995 Lifetime movie. This better be a hell of a payoff versus the chance that we could it's have not. met. And by the way, I, I'm not kidding. I just found out about this right now. I'm a little bit upset. But if we have a good payoff for this... Then Wait, maybe don't it's stop worth putting it. pressure on me. I'm putting pressure on you Yeah, now. I know you are. Well, you know what? Next time I get a phone call like that, I'm not going to tell you again. So you can either put pressure on me or I'll let you know next time. All right. All right. Fine. Fine, fine, fine. But with this, how about uh, do, we, do you think we can do another two-minute recap? Yeah, absolutely. So what was the movie you watched yesterday? Well, the movie that I watched was from 1995 starring uh, Saved by the Bell and, Tif- and uh, Beverly Hills 90210's uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Oh, she's hot. Yeah, it was like right in the prime of her um, playing Valerie Malone in Beverly Hills 90210. Little skanky, yeah. but she wasn't skanky in this role. She was actually a tortured woman. Oh, of course. Well, it's mm-hmm. a Lifetime movie. It, she is. Yeah. Who wronged her? Uh, yeah, I can tell you all about it. Okay, so you want to do so? Uh, the name of it again was the Stranger Beside Me. The Stranger Beside Me. Don't get that confused with an also made-for-TV Lifetime. Uh, I don't know if it's a Lifetime movie or just a made-for-TV movie about Ted Bundy. There's another one called The Stranger Beside Me about Ted Bundy. You mean Lifetime can't even come up with unique names for their own movies? No. They reuse the same names for different things. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, they can mean different things. The Stranger Beside Me can't come up with anything better than that. That's just gold. We'll reuse it. We have the rights. All right. So so the way this works is you have exactly 120 seconds. Okay. To tell the entire tale of the movie. Okay. Wrap it up. That way nobody else ever has to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. No one has to know about it. No one has to go through the, the pain of watching an hour and a half of this. In two minutes. If you want to, it's on demand, though. You will tell us everything that happens in this movie. Yes. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to queue up some music here. Okay. I've got some. some uh, and you tell me if this music is right. So. Yes, it's a little foreboding, a little daunting. Okay. Is it a foreboding kind of movie? It is. It it a- is. This one isn't a ghosty movie, though. It's more about... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you in the 120 All right. Well, seconds. does this music work? Yes, but it's a little loud. I need you to turn it down a little bit. There we go. Okay. All, All right. right. Okay. Now, I'll, I will give you the uh, countdown. I'll go three, two, one, go. 
And from that moment, you'll have exactly two minutes. Okay. Okay. Are you prepared? I uh, no. What about now? Sure. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm going to count down. And then you, you just go. What's the name of it again? Stranger Beside Me. The Stranger Beside Me. So this is Sarah's two-minute recap of The Stranger Beside Me. for you, Jacob. Three, two, one, go. The Stranger Beside Me is a Lifetime movie set in 1995 starring Tiffany Amber Theusen. Now, Tiffany Amber Theusen, we don't know this at the time, but she has a dark past because we find out that she was raped two years prior by one of her friend's fathers who came to pick her up from school one day. Now, come in. Uh, there's Now, also starring this movie is the guy who was in Major Dad. I can't remember his name. He is wheelchair-bound. He also plays... McCraney. There you go, Jill McCraney. He, he plays uh, kind of her, uh, her best friend slash father figure because her parents have been long gone. Uh, he wants her to try and find somebody because since she was raped two years ago, she hasn't been able to open up her heart or her legs to anybody. So lo and behold, she ends up meeting this guy named Chris. Chris is uh, very dreamy. They fall madly in love, get married very quickly, about like six weeks in. Uh, Chris has to move because he just enrolled in the Navy. So she, her name's Jennifer, moves with Chris to go to a Navy town. Pretty soon they find out in their neighborhood that somebody is peeping around town. Someone's peeping in the windows. Peep, peep, peep. They don't know what's happening. All of a sudden the peeping leads to raping. Somebody's raping people in the Navy neighborhood. They don't know what it is. Jennifer finds out that it's Chris that's been peeping and raping. Now, Chris gets caught peeping but not raping so they end up moving back after he leaves the navy for saying that he's going to kill himself they move back to their neighborhood things just get worse after he convict after he's convicted of peeping then she finds out that more and more people are getting raped in the new neighborhood that they move into meanwhile in the midst of all of this she finds out that is she's pregnant with chris's rape baby rapey chris's baby so uh she has this baby she's really worried because she doesn't want chris to do anything to her baby and they're living there and then she comes to find out that allison hannigan who's a 17 year old sister was in fact molested by chris when she was younger and he's just tell- she's just telling her this now after she already has the baby so jennifer tiffany amber theason's trying to get away from chris but seconds. he says that he doesn't want that that he will try and murder her and the baby if she t- ever tries to leave him so she tries to catch him in the act gets the police they don't catch him in the act then she finally follows him one night when he's going out peeping and sure enough she catches him in the act of almost trying to rape somebody and the police come and they catch him and he spends 99 years in jail and that's it with 12 seconds left Anything left? Left? You have uh, five seconds left to wrap. I was going to make a Greg Nibbler peeping joke, but there was so much rape, I couldn't do it. <laughs> well, there we go. All right, that was Sarah's recap of the stranger beside me. That was a terrible movie. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, I'm and really it was glad I didn't have to watch to that. It was, but Tiff- the only thing is, is that Tiffany Amber Thiessen, uh you might like it because she's in her bra a lot. Well, yes, of course. I, who wouldn't like to see Tiffany Amber Thiessen in her bra? I yes, know. I'm just absolutely. letting. I'm just letting you know. We all know that. Like that might be something that you'd want to see. Okay. And it's like 1995 Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Okay. Yeah. All right. So there you go. That's that's the good years. Mm-hmm. That's the good years of Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Yes, and it was also based on a true story, but uh, but it was fictionalized in film. I love it how Lifetime says that because it's like based on something that happened that might or might not be at all similar to this. Right. But we're going to take this and run with it. Yeah. And we're going to say based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, no, no. It doesn't have to be a true story. Actual events. Oh, based on actual Inspi- events. No, no, no. It's inspired by actual events. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. At some point, somebody did some peeping. Okay. Well, Mr. Jenke says, well, at least that fantastic movie kept you from having to hang out with Steve Buscemi. Yeah, wow, what a rough... Uh, I'm sure I'm glad that you did that, Sarah. I'm sure I'm glad glad you never let me know about uh, the Steve Buscemi situation. So, well, we've all we've all gained from this, from this experience of you watching that Lifetime movie. Certainly sure. made it worth it. No problem. All right. Well, should we go from there since we're already in the uh, world of this? Should we do a little bit of a uh, world of crazy... <laughs> 
And I'm exaggerating. I don't really think, honestly, Greg, if I really did think that there would be like an actual, actual opportunity to be able to do it, to be able to hang out with them, I would have totally done it. Uh, if there's even the infinitesimal spot idea, <laughs> possibility, the slimmest of possibilities, it's worth pursuing. So you know what? I picked John Doerr over Steve Buscemi last night. John Doerr would have been proud of my clean kitchen. Yes, I'm sure John Doerr wouldn't have wanted to meet Steve Buscemi as well. John Doerr's totally met Steve Buscemi. Of course he has. I just have a little bit of World of Crazy because I was too busy thinking about all the Lifetime movies that I've given up things for. Okay. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, we'll start with this since we're uh, since I'm a crazy person and I'm in Oregon. Let's talk about somebody else in Oregon who's uh, maybe not crazy, but they're in trouble. Now, this happened. I think I talked about this when it came out. I didn't realize that this is actually from Oregon. So do you remember me talking about bras, girdles, and leggings that people were selling that were infused with caffeine to try and lose weight? That they that, were caffeine? like Yes. I remember you bringing this up. They were caffeine-infused, like, articles of clothing that said that if you wore them, the caffeine would get into your system and you'd lose weight. Like it'd soak into your system or something? Yes. So it was like a weight loss aid. Okay. Uh, so the company... It's like horse speed? I don't know. What, what would you call that? I don't know. I probably shouldn't use that word to describe it, but... Well, <laughs> the company who designed this is, lo and behold, from Oregon, and lo and behold... It wasn't working, and they are being sued now. Okay. Yes, uh, the Federal Trade uh, Commission says that Norm Thompson, uh, Thompson Outfitters, who is based here in Oregon, are accused of deceptive advertising that claim that their, this is an uncomfortable phrase, their caffeine-impregnated clothing would cause the wearer to lose weight and have less cellulite. So in the case of Oregon-based company Norm Thompson, the company sold clothing made with the Lightis brand fabric includes, uh, uh, excuse me, infused with caffeine, which would break down the fat, slimming and firming your legs, thighs, and stomach, and wherever else it's touching. I don't think that's really what caffeine does, is it? No. Okay. Well, clearly it's Hence not they're because they're sued. being All sued right. for it. So it also advertises the clothing had microcapsules with caffeine, vitamin E, and vitamin E to keep your skin smooth and cellulite-free, as well as slim it down with the caffeine infusion in it. I'm, uh, unfortunately, this was not true, any of it. Uh, so the companies did not have any evidence to back up their claims that the clothing would lead to weight loss. And now refunds are going to be paid in about $1.5 million. Wow. In other news, $1.5 million were the people bought this stuff. That's what I'm thinking. Like, that's a lot. That is a lot of money. That's a lot of suckers out there. That is. I mean, if it would have worked, I would have probably bought it. You would have bought it anyway. I wear a lot of leggings. I mean, if Mm -hmm. I I had, like, caffeine-infused leggings that would make my legs skinnier. If someone had given you one of those, you totally would have worn it. Oh, if they would have given it to me? Yeah. Oh, hands down. Hands down. I mean, I wouldn't have bought it. But if someone gave it to me, I would have You would have bought it if it was half off. You could probably get your hands on some right now for pretty cheap. (laughs) Oh, thanks. (laughs) Oh, since our guest is from New Zealand, I just realized that this story is from New Zealand. Okay. But it's kind of an unpleasant story, but it's well, not that bad. All right. Well, I'm going to read it the way it's written. The skies were looking pretty unfriendly for one New Zealand woman earlier this week. This woman's name is Karen Bass. Now, she went out to her yard. This happened on... Oh, it's happened yesterday. And smelled something just terrible. She said that was when she looked around and saw waste splattered all over her yard, her house, and her car. Turns out that an airplane had emptied its toilets oh. above her house and sprayed everything with feces. Oh. 
Karen Bass said, The first thing I saw when I walked out of my door this morning was shit everywhere. I thought, oh, great, an airplane shit on us. You open the door and it smells like shit. I'm absolutely disgusted at this moment. The amount of crap everywhere is horrendous. Now, Karen Bass's home lies directly along the Auckland International Airport's flight path. Now, she's convinced that the excrement isn't from birds or other animals and has sent a sample of the mess to be independently tested to make sure that it's human feces. Other residents have told the newspaper that they've also been dumped on on the past as well. So they are they're all like so on this the happens path. consistently. This is happening. I thought they were supposed to do that over the ocean. Um or in over New Zealand or over Auckland apparently. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Right. Uh, airplane waste waste has also caused serious problems before. Last year, I didn't know this a British woman said a frozen chunk of feces crashed through the roof of her home. I remember this one and yeah. put a hole in the floor. Uh, now experts say that the frozen waste was likely caused by a leak in the plane. So it's called, uh, I didn't know this, that the FDA calls this, or FAA, excuse me, calls it blue ice. Yes, I have heard that So before. the chemical that's added to the toilet water uh, that helps deodorize it and break down waste. Now the agency is acknowledging that leaks can occur, but the official FAA stance is that the material most often dissipates before it hits the ground, although there is no explanation as to why her car, house, and yard are all covered with I feces. don't know what's scarier, the fact that you're getting dumped on with a bunch of uh, air feces or the fact that they can have leaks and that is common. And it's like it's not a big deal. It's common for the airplane to it's have like a leak. Not, not a big deal. Airplanes shouldn't have leaks of any kind. Especially feces leaks. Can she sue anybody? She's trying to, so she's getting it tested to make sure that it's of the human variety. Because the FAA is saying, oh, no, 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 maybe it's, maybe it's migrating birds. No, you know. And she's the like, difference. no, everything is covered. Does she really think? Do they really think somebody can't tell the difference between human airplane? Well, I'm sure that they do because they don't want to pay for poop. the fact that they've just covered someone's entire property in poop. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, she sent samples off to the lab to figure out whether or not it's from uh, humans or bird, whether it's human or bird. All right. So there you go. And finally, out of North Carolina, at Wrightsville Beach. Now, Wrightsville, Ve- uh, Wrightsville Beach visitors were shocked when they encountered. A naked man urinating himself doing yoga this past weekend. Urinating himself? Yes. Oh. So according, you know what, urinate, he's peeing. Himself. Yeah, on okay. himself? Yes. Like a, uh, a jellyfish sting or something? Isn't that what you're supposed to do? No, he was. Uh, it was on himself. It says okay. on himself, but didn't say there were any jellyfish. I mean, I'll see if he was close to somewhere. Um, let's All see. Right. So according to Wrightsville Police uh, Chief Daniel House, a man was allegedly running around dancing, damaging cars near a place called Harbor Inn at about 2.50 a.m. on Sunday. Now, uh, the detective said that the man kept taking his clothes off. Then when people would yell at him to put him back on, he'd then put him back on. Then he would take them off again. The suspect was described as a white male in his 20s. So the man's clothing, I guess he decided that he would much rather have it off. His clothing was eventually found at a, lar- a lounge chair at the Harbor Inn which is where everyone kept reporting that he was taking them off and putting them back on. They were soaked with urine, and apparently (laughs) someone had said that they had seen him urinating himself. Uh, So there was surveillance video of the man in the Harbors Inn parking lot. So no, Greg, he wasn't near the ocean. Okay. There were not any... No jellyfish. There were no jellyfish to be seen. Okay. So the video... uh, So the surveillance video shows this man fully clothed trying to open the door. So at one point, the man was naked and urinating on himself and on his clothes next to his feet. Uh, Also, the naked man started doing yoga and started dancing around the parking lot while trying to open the car doors. Just peeing the whole time? Just peeing and dancing and yoga. All right. It's just a typical night in Wrightsville Beach. 
Uh, so they have identified the suspect and they're looking to charge him with property damage with the possibility of additional charges. Police are not re- uh, releasing the suspect's name at this time. Wow. You know, that's the kind of thing, actually. If that guy, if that guy's coherent in any way, he could probably start up his own movement with people peeing and say that there's some like health Natural. benefit. Yeah, some kind I of mean, health God. benefit to it. No, I totally. mean, if people are wearing leggings supposedly infused with caffeine, this guy can get people to pay him to conduct a class where you pee on yourself. I'm saying you can convince people of a lot of things. Conduct a class that I think people basically know how to pee on themselves. No, but you'd need an expert to do it. I'm telling you, he could have his own cult. If he plays his cards right, he could be uh, heading to Colt Town. Greg, maybe he's giving you some big ideas. Just let it go. Just let nature take its course. No, I don't think I'd want to be part of that cult. That's not going to work out for me. Well, there you go, my friends. That is your world of crazy. Crazy. I feel really crazy today. Thanks for making me feel crazy. Well, you're the you're one totally that... You're uh, totally deflecting because you're nervous about the ghost investigation. Oh, I'm totally thing. nervous about the ghost investigation. All right. Well, should we... Uh, since we've got a couple of minutes here before our guests arrive. Or guest. Um, shall we do a little bit of ball talk? Yes. 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 Ooh, before we begin ball talk... What? Did want to break up our sponsor, Metro PCS. Awesome. Badass. Metro PCS, fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. I uh, actually am going to be getting a new phone here pretty soon. Oh, fancy. Yes, indeed. And that is courtesy of Metro PCS, metropcs.com slash metro, where you can go and uh, find a location near you. They're a fantastic service. $40, flat rate, unlimited everything. I mean, what more do you need to know? <laughs> Not a That's lot. That's pretty much it. Taxes, all that, all that stuff, all that's covered in that same rate. So they are fantastic. If you are tired of your phone service, tired of overpaying, tired of hidden charges, Metro PCS is the answer, and they are sponsors of Fun Employment Radio. Let us know if you go there and end up uh, end up going with them. They are fantastic, and thank you very much, Metro PCS. We love you, Metro PCS. We love you. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. We'll make it a very brief ball talk today, uh, really quickly. Uh, news update, there is this, uh, Michael Phelps, yes, the star swimmer, has been arrested for another DUI. Seriously? Yep, he was pulled over about 1.40 a.m. in his white Land Rover, according to the report, where he uh, had a blood alcohol level that was twice the legal limit. Twice the legal limit. Also going 84 in a 45. So he was speeding and drunk. Thing is, this guy is a multimillionaire. Why, why, why would you not have a driver? This is always you the question a that we all ask. I don't know. Have a driver. Buy a driver. It's one of the first things. If I were a multimillionaire, it's one of the first things I would do. If I'm going to go out, I have a driver just waiting around. Just a driver there. Nothing to worry about. Anyway, there we go. Michael Phelps. Uh, moving on in ball talk. Here is an odd injury for another athlete. This comes from Joseph Faria, who is a tight end for the Detroit Lions. And he has a sprained left ankle. And so he's going to be out for at least for a little while. However, he sustained his ankle, not on the practice field, but by chasing around his three-month-old dog who was about to pee in his apartment. <laughs> so he has a three-month-old Pomeranian Husky mix named Lil Rufio. That's kind of a weird name. Lil, oh, Lil Rufio. I bet that's I was going to say Rufio from It's Huck. spelled R-U-F-I-O. That's Rufio. Rufio? Rufio. What's that from? Hook. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's what it is. 
And uh, he said he was about to pee, and I was like, come here, you little nugget, and ran across his room, ran across the room, tried to chase him down the stairs, and then uh, took a step wrong and ended up spraining his left ankle. So now he's in crutches with a boot on his foot because he was chasing around his three-month-old dog. Um, it's so like the basketball go. player. Who was it that um, that hurt their hand from playing a, vid- a video game? That was a baseball player. Oh, yeah. yeah. that did that. And then also Kevin Love, supposedly, there was some suspicion about what, whether or not he in- injured it playing. Uh, playing It was like some Wii sport. I can't remember which one. So there you go. And finally in ball talk, we have this. The baseball playoffs start today, Sarah, where there is the wild card game. So it's a one-game playoff. The slowest playoffs in the world. A one-game playoff to play into the World Series. And uh, there's Pittsburgh, San Francisco are playing each other. And then Kansas City and Oakland playing each other. Now, Kansas City and Pittsburgh haven't been in the playoffs in a long time. Like, decades. Okay. And uh, if they win, so it's one game. You lose, you go home. One, And if you win, then you go on to an actual series. And with the Royals getting into the playoff, the Kansas City Royals, there is, of course, a spring up in songs for the Royals. So you may remember that Lord. Uh, you know, Everybody Lord? knows, yeah. Around me, Royal Royals. is based on a picture she saw of a Royals baseball player, of George yeah. Brett. So a Kansas City fan decided to take that and really make it about the Royals. That's from John Long with his song. Don't Kansas put everybody City. off music because Royals. we have a musical guest coming. <laughs> <laughs> he does not do this. <laughs> no. All right, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right, we need to go to break to uh, get our guest in here. So we're going to be joined by Delaney Davidson here in just a minute, who's going to be at the Landmark Saloon at forty-eight forty-seven Southeast Division tonight. Yeah, show and- starts at nine, but the Landmark's open at. Too. So yeah. go whenever. Plenty of time. <laughs> yeah, plenty, plenty of time. Of time. Get go some down food. There. Get some get, happy hour. Yep, exactly. And uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll be back here in just a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio, and that's a uh, the full dot com scenario. Uh, and you're listening to, well, not at the moment, uh, I'm Reese Darby. Uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. We did pick that bumper for We you. did pick Reese Darby because the New Zealand <laughs> thing. Oh, yeah. Good old Reese. <laughs> good old Reese. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as we said before we went to break, um, the next guest here is performing at Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division, tonight at uh, shows at 9 p.m.? 9 p.m. 9 p.m. But come before and come hang out because yes, it's a great place. Absolutely. And, and Delaney will probably be hanging out there. Yes. I'll Delaney Davidson. <laughs> yes. 
direct from Austin via New Zealand before that. Or direct yeah, from New Zealand a, via Austin. Trip, That'd be the right yeah. way to say that, yeah. Well, kind of direct via a lot of places. but. <laughs> yeah, have you been touring around the U.S.? Yes. The, well, the U.S. began on the 20th of August and the leaving New Zealand began on the 28th of April. So there's oh, been a wow. four-month stint through, through Europe. Um, wow. So you haven't been back since – have you been back since then? Or No. Wow. No, that's just uh, what you do. You just leave and you come back later on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any plans to come back later on, or do you do you have a set schedule, or come do you just kind where? of go to New Zealand? Go back, you mean? Go back. Um, I'll, <laughs> go back. Yeah, I'll go back there in November. Okay. All right. And, well, and, and this is your second time in Portland, correct? Yeah, actually. So no, third. Third, but second. This is the best time, actually. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. Yeah, mm. that's the way to, that's the way to sell First it. First time was kind of quick. Playing in the Doug, Doug Fur Lounge. Uh, second time was Landmark Saloon last time, which was really great. And this time coming back was kind of inspired by how good it was last time at the Landmark. Oh, that's great. Mm. So you spend, I mean, that much time on the road. That's, I mean, do you play like every night or is it like every other night that you're pretty much on the road playing? That's a, yeah, that's a good question. Um, how long's a bit of string? I never know. It's not always <laughs> every night. There's time off here, time off there. You don't ever feel like there's any time off. Even resting doesn't feel like time off, you know yeah. what I mean? It's it's work you have to do for the work you have to do. So, Like even when you're resting, are you writing new material or playing new material? No, but sometimes you don't want to rest, but you know that you have to because, yeah. you know what I mean? Like resting doesn't always feel like resting. It sometimes feels like work. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah taking the time off to do that. So how how far over Europe did you go? Was it like Western Europe, Eastern Europe? Mainly Western. Western? Up to the Czech Republic as well, Austria, out wow. that far. But then, um, yeah, down to the south of France, I guess it's still Western Europe, though. It's not really like Southern Europe, which, what is Southern Europe? Mediterranean right. or what? <laughs> so, if, yes, it was, it was from everywhere between Ireland and as far east as I got was probably down into the some lower parts of Italy or something like that. But, um, yeah, everything in between France... Didn't get to Spain, got to Italy, got to Holland, Austria, Czech Republic, Germany, England and Ireland and Switzerland. That and is the amazing. Netherlands as well. So well four months, it's not a big place. So you are these can all shows those distances. Are these shows you set up in advance or do you get to a place sometimes and find a, a venue? To a lot play of it? people ask that question. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they imagine I mean, last time I came to Portland I got here on Sunday and I had a show on Tuesday. And that was sometimes you get that magic happening. That was obviously at the landmark. But um you can't you can't do a four month tour just setting it up as you go. You yeah. need to be you need to be setting up things six months in advance usually, and mm-hmm. then you can fill in gaps. And on the way, so you say I've got a rough skeleton of a thing. It needs a kidney here. It needs some bit of skin on the shoulder over there. You know, it needs to be fleshed out. So you can find bits and pieces. Sometimes better pieces than others that'll fit into help you make up that complete body of a tour. So do you have a tour manager that sets all that stuff up for you? Yeah, he's yeah. the most underpaid and <laughs> least valued guy. That's me. Um, <laughs> I, I do a lot of working with other people, you know, like I'll coordinate areas, I'll get somebody to do, tell some guy, you do Holland and Germany, and then I'll coordinate with someone else who does Switzerland and France. And you kind of have to connect these bizarre bits and pieces and have a Frankenstein in the end of what they've set up for you. But... It, it usually works pretty well. I think giving someone too big a chunk is a bit dangerous. You need to just give them a little bit to concentrate on. <laughs> right, yeah, break yeah. it up a little bit. Mm. Okay, that kind of yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, well, well, I think we might be ready to hear something. You want to hear a song? Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll play you a song by Johnny Horton. He's a East Texas guy. Uh, this is one goes out to Jesse Dayton. Mm. 
was incredible oh thanks guys wow well, i cannot believe that just, one person made all of that amazing music at the same time right and just to be clear so you were looping everything through the same amp and do it and, and taking care of everything yourself that's all through the same amp when you play live you um i play often with a bass amp and that really helps to give the thump so if you want to dance you can do that too that's awesome so you're so saying I, tonight that folks might be dancing they might be dancing. <laughs> so have you always be warned? So have you always played like that, where you loop everything on your? I played a lot of. I mean, I've been doing this loop station show now for about ten years, okay. touring pretty constantly. I don't think I paid rent for like seven years or something, and that was a major achievement. I was really proud of the the booking manager guy, me. Uh, <laughs> for did that, a real good for job. that feat alone. He earned his fee. Um, <laughs> and then. Uh, before that I've done often you know I've played drums and bands played guitar I've, this really got me into singing the sort of loop machine stuff just freeing up possibilities and also composition really changes once you start hearing a piece when you first get a loop machine you go crazy and you just do way too much stuff and then yeah. you start to weed it all out and get less and less because you try to make these transparent things that you can you can make one thing and that can still be heard once you've got about five layers over the top of it. You don't want it to make these sort of opaque 
sheets that you're sliding over the top of things. You want it all to be completely transparent. Everything needs space. Everything needs right. somehow to be composed with the other things in mind. So, that's so it's not just a muddled kind of exactly. mess. Like it's stripped down. Yeah, you hear yeah. the bass, hear the drums. Hear all good songs have got that in them. You know, mm-hmm. There is the wall of sound thing when it's something else, and you can definitely get into that, but it's more a feature than a constant thing. Right, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's amazing. Wow, well, I yeah, can't wait to see fantastic. this in person. Well, we've already seen it in person. At least it. Yeah, I know. Tonight. We just did. <laughs> I know, but even more so. Well, and everybody can come out. So it's 4847 Southeast Division Landmark Saloon, which you guys already know is, um, I'm just going to say it's fucking awesome. So um, come out there tonight. So your show will start about nine. I think the show starts about nine. I'll probably do, last time I can't remember, I played, what was it, like three hours or something. It was a really long time. <laughs> it just got to be really fun. So... I, yeah, I'm imagining it'll be nice to just have the evening like that where you know you can stretch out, it's not going to finish, it's not this sort of compact, short little show, it's just it's just music and we're just going to have a good time, I think. Hell yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Delaney, thank you so much for coming in. Too, thanks for having me. Time. Really, thanks a lot. I know you've been on the road a lot, so uh, I know I know it probably takes a lot to take some time to come in and do something no, like this. No, it's always good. Everything's <laughs> always good. <laughs> nice. And your website is com. That's which, right. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about that before we went on. Great website. Oh, thanks a yeah, lot. It's it's a really awesome website. So uh, musicians out there, that's how you build a website. There you that go. one right there. <laughs> that's so, good representation. Yes, it is. All right. Well, Delaney, thank you so much. My and we'll uh, see you. you tonight. We'll see you tonight. All right. We'll be back in a bit with more. Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Delaney Davison. So that is that is fantastic. That was so, pretty incredible. Uh, we will be down there at Landmark Saloon tonight, too, so hopefully we can see everybody down there. And we totally accept uh, beers if you want to buy us. <laughs> I, well, it's saying. not refused. I mean, I mean, it would, it would just be rude. rude to it would be rude. It. Yeah. it would be absolutely rude mm-hmm. to do that. And we're clearly not rude people, so we would accept that. <laughs> um, Doing them kindness. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in today. You can send us an email: funemploymentradio at gmail dot com. Give us a call: five zero three five seven five nine one two zero. As we said at the beginning of the show, I have agreed to the. Goddamn ghost investigation! You of my sound house. crazy even saying it, dude. I hate saying it. I sound insane. You are. They're going to work out that I do have ghosts, or I'm completely crazy and I'm hearing things. And either way, I'm not happy about that. Yep. Uh, but either way, I am. So. That will be happening sometime here in the next month. I'm not going to say when, but the revelation will happen at the Fun Employment Radio five year anniversary party on November 14th. You can get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com find out everything there when it happens. Funemploymentradio.com. Pick up your tickets. Uh, You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And uh, I am looking forward to tonight. I am too. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. We've got some other stuff to work on too. It's going to be a busy day. It is indeed. With perhaps a couple beers. Yeah, that might. I'm okay. That's that's the way to be productive. I was planning on doing that, but yeah, I think that's going to happen now. I think it's going to happen. Also, maybe I can work on my uh, new rap career as well. All right. Don't don't say that. I won't. I won't don't do say it. what I it won't is. do it right now. <laughs> All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, guys. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.